Hey, what's up? Thanks for listening. Uh, okay, so this is what's going on. Pierce family, out of town for a little bit. We came back into town uh, right about the time that the Haas family dealing with a deadly hurricane and some sickness in their family. So, this is what we're going to do. This is going to be a standalone episode. I am here with my long-suffering wife, Kendra. Hello. And we're going to do a standalone episode just about the TV show Cobra Kai. <laughs> Settle down, please. So I realize that uh, if you're not a fan of Cobra Kai or if you haven't finished it yet and don't want any spoilers, uh, maybe this is uh, maybe this episode has some limited appeal. Uh, but in our defense, this entire podcast has a very limited appeal. So don't know what to tell you there. So that's all we're going to do today. We're just going to deep dive into Cobra Kai. Kendra and I just finished binging the entire thing. I had watched some of it uh, as it was coming out. And then as I tend to do, I kind of fell out of it, you know, waiting for the other seasons to arrive. And then it just kind of folded up on top of me and uh, I just got behind. Um, but then together we binged it and finished the whole thing. It was super fun. <laughs> and we are here to talk about it. I have written us an outline. And we're going to get right into this. So for all the regular FSBT stuff, uh, all of our regular segments, announcements, and all that stuff, Casey will be back at some point. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe not. Stop. <laughs> She'll have to be. I'm not doing that all the time. <laughs> so, uh, again, this is going to be spoilers for Cobra Kai. If, if you're not all the way through it and you plan on watching the show, uh, maybe set this one out. Or maybe, you know, you just want to hear us Talk about outrageous and, uh, you know, strange minutiae of, of a show that we just watched. And now we feel like uh, for once we're kind of on the inside of pop culture instead of standing afar, <laughs> waving at it as it passes us by. So, ridiculous, uh, ridiculous outline here. Let's get into this. Okay. First of all, um, we just need to set the, the rules here of the Cobra Kai universe. Uh, this is a place where time does not exist. Uh, people age on a very odd and strange timeline. The cops only show up when the plot requires them to. And uh, and, and money is not really necessary. Uh, people don't really have bills. Um, don't really need jobs. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's sort of a, 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 a Marxist wonderland. You know, it's... Money's not real. Okay, so uh, let's just start with best character. I'll start very simple here. Best character and worst character. I'll let you go first. Hmm. I don't know. Johnny's one of my favorites. Was, she has a soft spot for Johnny. Uh, every time Johnny's on screen, she just starts giggling. <laughs> He's just so pitiful, but... <laughs> Yet again, we, here we have... Uh, here we have uh, an example of a woman looking for a bad boy that she thinks she can save. Oh, stop. That's why you also have a crush on John Kreese. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, worst character is, is actually easy. It's it, We should just go ahead and call it the the Sam Award. Oh, stop. Sam is by far the worst character in the entire show. Um worst most annoying character like she's got that wrapped up she is kind of annoying what the frick is going on with her speech like she talks so fast she talks like this i am sam and i'm here to talk about karate let's go to the dojo let's go to mega let's, let's do some case let's do as much you cannot understand what she's saying it's like she she's the 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 guy from the uh, the micro machines commercial way back in the day that, that mm. talks super fast shout out to the three people who got that reference <laughs> worst character sam uh, I'm settled on that one. Best character. There's a lot of good characters. Yeah, you like Johnny. Um, I mean, for for character arc, I mean, maybe Miguel. Yeah. I you like get to see, kind of the, the the script gives him a lot to do. Um, the script doesn't always give Robbie a ton of things to do. Robbie just kind of floats in and out, disappears. I find Robbie really likable, but yeah, I like uh, him more and more. As it goes on, he's getting better. <laughs> Miguel's probably got the best arc so far. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of wants you to like Johnny, but Johnny's. I don't know. I, I, I'm going with Miguel for best character. Best character for you, Johnny. Worst character for you, Chris. Summer, summer or... We're going to come back to this again and again. You have an inability well, to separate... What do you mean worst? <laughs> what do you mean by worst? Let's go with that. Worst, like the worst for the show. Like, not most evil, but worst okay. for the show. Well, there's a lot of characters I hate. But... <laughs> Such as? Kyler. <laughs> Okay, that's a good segue. Let's talk about... He's so horrible. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of pressure. You know, his his kids are entering high school right behind him. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's worried that, that they're going to shut down. Excellent segue. Let's talk about the... Normally, this is the part in any pop culture thing where I just start obsessing over how tall people are. <clears throat> and my, my heightism comes out. We're going to tweak it a little bit. We're going to, I'm going to obsess about the ages. I, I, I'm fascinated in, in movies and TV shows of how tall people are or how short they are and how old they are. I, I don't know why. I just, I, I get hung up on that stuff. Um, so just some, some oddities. I actually went through and looked up the age of every single person. Uh, this is their age now. So you can subtract like five years of, you know, five seasons ago of what they were when they started this. Um, just some some oddities about the ages. Uh, Daniel is sixty, also the same age. He's actually Daniel's actually like a couple months older than Terry Silver in real life. That's so weird. <laughs> That's, they did a good job making Silver look older. It's one of the oddities of Karate Kid Three, uh, and one of the reasons that it's such a strange movie. Um, like Terry Silver was supposed to be playing a. a like one of John Kreese's friends and Daniel was supposed to be playing a high school student, but Daniel's actually older than, than Terry Silver in that movie. That's weird. Yeah, it was really weird. I think Daniel's like 28 or something in that movie playing like a 17 year old, which as we will, you know, as we see, not that unusual. Kendra and I also share a sort of uh, anxiety that the show needs to hurry up and finish the Kreese storyline before he dies <laughs> before he dies John Kreese 76 in real life um, is that now or is yeah, that... yeah yeah okay. yeah right now uh, okay so we've got some we've got some old men young women couplings here gonna throw this out for uh, for the benefit of Perk City uh, Johnny Lawrence 56 just knocked up Carmen who is 38 how do we feel about that hmm. 18 year difference not to be outdone uh nice 17 year difference between daniel and amanda men is 43 and he's 60 yeah how do we feel about this i mean they seem fine in the show but (laughs) age is just a number some (laughs) kidding She's saying she's laying the groundwork now that she she can leave me and, and, and hook up with a 24-year-old. Oh, right. Uh, oddities. Sam, 26 years old yeah, in her real life. She doesn't look 26. Odd. She's just, she's an odd, odd person. Uh, by far and away, the most fantastic piece of age content that we found is Kyler, who, when he showed up in season one, it was like okay, this kid's obviously uh, this is not this is not a high school student. This is obviously an older actor that they're bringing in to, to be a bully. He'll vanish, you know, whatever. Okay, except they bring him back, <laughs> and he just keeps showing up in subsequent seasons. And it's like, oh, and he's still on his like his third year in high school. Okay, so I guess in season one he was supposed to be a sophomore, maybe. Okay. And Kendra and I kind of had like a recurring joke about like, oh, here comes the 30-year-old high school student, Kyler, yet again. Uh, so this is the deal with Kyler. Claims to be 23 in real life. Other sources have him at 30. 
And this is the kicker. <laughs> Still more sources claim that he graduated high school with them in 1998, which would put him at 41 years old right now. And in high school. <laughs> and in high school. A 41-year-old high school student. That is fantastic. I love this so much. Because there's so much realism in this show. <laughs> if you are a movie buff, you will realize that the Dwayne The Rock Johnson vehicle from 2006, Gridiron Gang, where The Rock is a football coach teaching uh, at-risk youth, uh, features... I would say young, but he wasn't young then either. Kyler playing a high school student in 2006. That was 16 (laughs) years ago. (laughs) So that even makes uh, Joe Seau, Seau, uh, the actor's name, that makes his alibi of being 23 just even more ridiculous because that would mean that he was seven years old. Oh, man. (laughs) In 2006, playing opposite The he Rock. He just really likes playing high school students. <laughs> He's good at you do what I you're mean, good at. He is good at it. It kind of makes sense, like, when you think about, like, how ridiculous his, like, his line readings are. Where it's like, he, he kind of reads his lines like a 41-year-old pretending to be a teenager would, would read them. Yeah. Like, it's it's very over the top. He's just chewing the scenery. Uh, also, like, has he ever won a fight? I mean, he did beat up Miguel, kind of, in the first season. Yeah. And then he just is kind of, he's like the wrestling jobber that just shows up to well, put over the... Well, he's just got a bunch of cronies <laughs> that <laughs> hang out and back him up. And then they all just carry kids in for swirlies. Yeah, and nasty toilets. Ugh. Nasty. I hate him. <laughs> uh, Kendrick, with a complete and utter inability to separate the role from the person in real life. Like, if Kyler was here right now, she would be angry at him. Because <laughs> when she sees Joe Seau, it, all she sees is Kyler. Yeah, even with him. 41-year-old high school student. All right, so, yes, the ages... That is the ages. Mike Barnes, 55. Mike Barnes looks good for 55. Yeah, he does. Sean Kanan. I wish I, I hope I look that good. 50, I, I, I can't say that because I don't look that good now. Yes, at four, <laughs> At Kyler's age. Um, has Daniel ever done a push-up? He recently did. <laughs> he did. Johnny when Man. he was going through his eagle fang training. Is that the first time? Is that the first time he's ever done a push-up when Johnny Lawrence made him do knuckle push-ups? And did they have to do the thing where they had the wires hooked to his waist where they could like lift him up? Stop. I don't know that Ralph Macchio can do a knuckle push-up. I'm just throwing that out there. Alright, moving on. We don't have time to, to spend all day talking about ages. Next category, best wig performance in the show. We have two entries, and they're both very powerful, so we've got to talk this out. Uh, Tori's wig from, I believe it was a season three, where it looks like uh, somebody just went down to Dollar General and got a Halloween wig and <laughs> taped it to her head for reasons I still don't really understand. Uh, Why did they make a wig <laughs> in that show? I don't, I don't know. It's, something, it's not I, like her hair is weird. I looked up. It was something about the hair color, and like she didn't want to color her hair or something. So they, I don't know. Uh, but then Daniel's wig, which uh, you know changed in color and quality uh, throughout the the episode or for throughout throughout the entire run of the show. Um, let's talk about it. Daniel's wig. Does it fool you? I mean, it looks a little weird. <laughs> His hair always looks a little weird. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed it was just an actual wig, but it does always look a little strange. So the, the tail is like on the back of the neck. That's how you can tell if it's a wig because natural hair like lays flat on the back of your neck. But if it's a wig, it's like it's raised up off the back of your neck. Mm-hmm. And so in some of the shots, it's like it's not it's laying kind of flat. And it, yeah, it's like it's it's like it's hovering over his neck. And you realize that like, oh, wait, that, that's not real. Yeah, that's not real. Also, he had a very strange part, like in the early seasons. It was like yeah. a, 
diagonal didn't, didn't make any geometric sense. Um, and there was some internet chatter about how the, when he went to <laughs> when he went to Okinawa, it went from being like brown to jet black all of a sudden. Oh really? Yeah. So strange baby face but wears a wig yeah doesn't well, doesn't look 60 he looks like he's about 45 yeah he looks young yeah so that's why he can have such a young wife <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon so so who's whose wig have you got i mean i don't really care <laughs> you're doing great at this podcast <laughs> I'm gonna say Daniel's wig is is more powerful because it, it it's lasted all five seasons. It's true. Tori's wig, they decided that wasn't working. We're done for... with that. Yeah, the, and it really just increased her creepiness, where she had like the big doll eyes, and then the fake hair. She does have some big old. She's eyes. got the crazy eyes. She does. Amanda. She's growing on me, though. I feel like towards the end. This isn't a category, but it, it should have been of like crazy eyes because Amanda LaRusso has got some peepers too. Yeah. She like does. she looks at you like she's going to stab you in the liver with a fork sometimes. Oh, sounds like she had some experience with bats. <laughs> this is true. She knows how to, she knows how to handle some wood. Stop. <laughs> so, uh, we did. Wig now. Let's go to let's go the other way on this. Let's go best hair, mm. best hair in the series. This is a loaded category. Uh, you wanted me to make sure I included Eli, aka Hawk, but the purple mohawk. That was your yes. favorite. It was the purple mohawk. It was interesting. Okay. Also in this category, we have Carmen. There's a lot of body in that hair. Yeah, she's got some good hair. It's uh, it's it's curly, but like not frizzy, unmanageable. Like it's, it's just, it's just always in a good spot. I'm going to put Miguel in here, but this is shaggy Miguel, like in late season Miguel, uh, early season, he had the, like the, the up hair, like where everything's flat, except the up up front, like circa 2004 college bro hair, <laughs> but then he kind of grew it out. Um, I feel like they have to try to make him like older so they have to do something else different with the hair for each season well they did it because now he looks like he's 32 he does look old uh, also he like he got fat face like in the how old is he 21 he's like 22 i think 22. or 21 he's not really that old for the show but um yeah, he gained a lot of gained a lot of weight like in his face uh okay so shaggy miguel carmen uh, purple hawk Ponytail Terry, Terry Silver. Yeah. Terry Silver's got some nice hair for an older man. Yeah, that's true. And then Ponytail Robbie. I guess you could make a subcategory here of uh, Robbie with Sean Hunter middle part hair. Because mm. he did have like the Sean Hunter hair. Yeah. Like in the late seasons. That's true. Uh, but I think if you're going to go with a Robbie, it's got to be Ponytail Robbie. So best hair in the series. I'm going to go with Carmen. Figured you would. Uh, I'm going to go with Ponytail Robbie. I wanted hair like that. I always wanted hair like that. And it's just, that was just yet another tragedy of when he had to go on the lamb, he had to cut all his hair off too. So I'm going to pour one out for Ponytail Robbie. Okay. Uh, next category. Who would you want defending you in a dark alley? <laughs> and these are your, these are your choices too. You have to have an, old person from the show like an adult from the show uh a boy from the show and a girl from the show you get to pick three three people that you would want defending you in a dark alley i will go first i'm gonna take chosen robbie and tori yeah that's a good group i'll explain it but but go ahead i'm torn but i think i'm gonna go johnny Tori. <laughs> this is an alley. We're you don't, talking you know, here. You don't want Sam in there doing her slow mo karate. I don't, I don't think she can be helpful in an alley. <laughs> She'll talk really fast and confuse them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe either Robbie 
Miguel or Hawk. I can't decide. <laughs> okay, I'm taking I'm taking Chosen over the other two because uh, I feel like Daniel's just a, a totally overrated fighter anyway. Uh, I don't trust Johnny to stick with the game plan. He, he's going to run down the alley and uh, get ambushed from behind or something. He's, he's not going to stick to the plan. Chosen's going to stick to the plan. Tori's got crazy eyes, and and Robbie's probably probably the best fighter out of all of them. Yeah, out of all the boys. Well, Tori's ruthless. She is. She's gonna slide that that bracelet over her knuckles. Yeah, we haven't seen the bracelet <laughs> for a <What>? long time. <laughs> yes. Like the bracelet got banned. I mean, she slid the bracelet over the knuckles. You were horrified, and my heart, it was like the Grinch heart, when it says the Grinch's heart grew like three sizes, like that was what was happening, x-ray vision for me, was when she slid it over her knuckles and went to take Sam out of the picture, my heart grew three sizes. I was like, eliminate (laughs) this slug from the show for good, please. You're horrible. (laughs) horrible Sam had it coming she was being so mean to Tori in the school she she wasn't being mean at that point she was she was being she was being so ugly to her no, she wasn't. that Tori just had it out for her no Tori's mother who I think is Hillary Swank by the way we just haven't met her yet um I, Tori like Tori is taking care of her entire family everyone has a sob story Oh, and, and Tori's <laughs> thank you for <laughs> letting us know that you were just kidding no I do feel for Tori but that was over the line this is, you know, this is, I, you know, I said that Johnny was a good example of women picking a bad boy that they think they can save Tori over Sam that's a good example of men uh, just picking the crazy chick Because I would definitely pick neither of them because I am perfectly satisfied with my wife. Moving on. (laughs) Most implausible couple. Here are your choices. Dimitri and Yasmin. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) He's surprised. (laughs) Every day. Uh, Johnny and Coors Banquet. I, I don't feel like he's drinking banquets. I feel like he is a natty light guy. Like he's going to take the cheap beer and uh, I don't I don't get the banquet thing. I don't understand the difference. So Okay, <laughs> uh, just to recap, Kendra was raised in the Church of Christ. Uh, or Stingray and his girlfriend from the party. I don't know if you remember the girlfriend from the party. Oh, yeah. Tight dress. He walked in and it's like, uh, why are you with... Okay, all right. All right, Stingray. Yeah, I don't really. I can't really remember what she looked like. She looked very. She looked very good for Stingray. Put it that way. <laughs> okay. All right. Most implausible couple. I, I want to go with. I mean, obviously the answer is Dimitri and Yasmin. There is no way in real life Yasmin is going for Dimitri. Um, but just for the sake of argument, I'm I'm going to stick with Johnny and Cor's banquet. The only possible explanation I could give is that in the flashback. His is that dad, expensive? It, I mean, everything's more expensive than Natty Lights. I mean, like, he's... I just feel like the, the guy's going to take the cheap beer. Um, yeah, but is light... Like, that's light beer, right? Or no? Yeah, but I mean, it's... It's it's kind of, like, got the reputation of, like, if you just need to... If you're poor and you need to get drunk, just drink Natty Light. It's sort of like the, the college, you know... Scrape some change together and go. Well, you know, listen. I saw some pretty. Do your research. (laughs) I uh, did go part time to Christian school for one year uh, when I was uh, seventeen, so I saw some things. Oh right. Raised on the streets, babe. Uh The only thing I can I can give you on the on the Coors banquet is that in the flashback when he pulled out the box of his dad's stuff, his dad drank Coors. Oh, so I wonder, right. like, if that was a like a like a little Easter egg of 
that's his way of like trying to stay connected to his dad of, of always drinking Coors. Yeah. Trying so, to somehow connect. Yeah. Uh, as far as Stingray and his girlfriend, no, I, I got nothing. Like I don't. Maybe that was just a lucky day. <laughs> was it now? How lucky was it? Not that lucky. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Who wins? Next title. Who wins? Like this is like an actual fight. This is not like a these two people fought in the tournament and one of them won. Whatever. This is like an actual fight. Who wins? Like a street fight. Yeah, yeah, street fight. No weapons though. Okay. We're just gonna throw these at you. Uh, uh, Daniel versus Johnny, obviously. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny <laughs> kills him. <laughs> there is no scenario. There's so much angst. He's got so much angst. <laughs> the show's been very careful to like every time they tie up to make it seem like a draw to where neither of them actually wins to the point where it's kind of ridiculous. Like the double knockout when they were doing the... The, the contest. Yeah, that was like, come on, guys. Like, just pick pick an outcome here. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny wastes Daniel like in an actual fight. All right, Daniel versus Chosen. Chosen. <laughs> Also, yes. Chosen's got some guns. Chosen's got some fire. Yeah. All right. We've, we've actually seen this one twice in the show, but Robbie versus Miguel in a street fight. Hmm. Probably Robbie, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is pretty even. I really don't know. Just depends on the day. <laughs> What personal problems they're having. I need to know which version of Miguel is. Is it skinny Miguel with uh, short hair? Or is it heavy Miguel with the shaggy hair? Actually, this is a tiebreaker here. Which one of them just got dumped by Sam that right before the fight started? That's probably the loser. Yeah. You know, and depending on the day, she could have dumped either one of them. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. Hawk versus Miguel. Hmm, that's tricky. Which hawk are we talking? <laughs> hawk, like peak. Cobra Kai hawk. Peak hawk. Or uh, redeemed hawk. Uh, I'll say redeemed hawk. Okay, maybe Miguel. I, I don't know, it'd be pretty even. I never, like, I always, I kept waiting for hawk to flip back to Cobra Kai. I, I never, like, his... His redemption, like they kept hinting at it because they, they, the camera would always ling- linger on his face and, uh, you know, show those longing looks of like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But like his his flip back to the good side never totally made sense. Like I, I kept waiting for him to flip back and be like, just kidding. I was just, I was a mole for Cobra Kai the whole time. And then what's his face is the mole. Chris? No, not Chris. Um well, they called him a bad name yeah, in the no, show. No, that's why I don't want to say it. Children might be listening. Um, Not to the podcast, <laughs> but down the hall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was leaning in really, really close. I'm gonna loop that, and that's gonna be Shut the up. that's gonna be the, the intro no, music. It's do gonna be not you. Do that. You <laughs> beatboxing that. <laughs> It'll also be at the end. I'm just gonna amplify it to where it's like you're shouting it. Did you see that coming? Like him being the mole? No, I did not. I didn't either. Yeah. Although he, looking back, he he did like he kept like. Oh, they have a smoothie bar, snacks. He's just like, horny. Like he just wants to be around girls. Hey, yeah, he like Sam's the only girl on their team, so he was. Yeah. Over that, I guess. Horrible, horrible timing on that though. Like you defected right before that side fell apart. Yeah, yeah a little bit of like Benedict Arnold timing there. It's like, hey, bud, you uh, you picked the wrong side at the wrong time. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, we know the answer to this one, but Tori versus Sam in a street fight. Tori. That, that's like a 10 second fight, if that. Tori just walks right through whatever Sam is throwing and uh, ends it. Probably with one punch. All right. Uh, also got a lot of angst. <laughs> he does. 
Am I crazy to say that, that Tori would be an excellent girlfriend, though? Uh, depends on the day. <clears throat> as long as you didn't leave her, ever. Yeah, she'd kill you. <laughs> also would kill all of your rivals for you. And anyone who looked at you sideways. <clears throat> Just a lot of killing. But, uh, or because, maiming. It's because she loves you. All right. Devin versus Sam. Who? Devin. Uh, Sam. No, no. Please. Oh, in a street fight? Yeah, in a street fight. Okay, no, Devin. Okay, and finally, finally uh, Daniel versus Terry Silver in a street fight. Mm, Terry Silver. Okay, actually, one more. Terry Silver versus Crease in a street fight. Crease. Mm, <laughs> I get the sense that Terry Silver is actually, and I think this is true, but that oh, like a Thomas Ian something, he, the actor, like he actually knows karate because yeah. it looks like he's actually doing his own stuff. Yeah, he probably is. He seems like he's got the form. I don't know. That's a tricky one. It might be him. Crease, like for a for a he's seventy for a seventy six year old guy. I mean, like he does really well. Like they. They tried to pump him up, like, showing him lifting weights, like, in one of the seasons. And, like, I mean, they don't try to hide him. Or they, they hide Daniel in those those cardigans and pullovers, like, because they don't want people to see how skinny he is. But they uh, they let Kreese just stand there in, like, the, the sleeveless gi. And he, I mean, for 76, he, he looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. And right, he, except he's creepy. But... <laughs> He, uh, but that's supposed to be like he does his front work like when they show him from the front it's, it's actually him parrying but then anytime like there's any kind of strenuous movement they shoot him from the back so they can use a, a stunt double uh, because you know he's got <laughs> he's, he's almost dead kick something out <laughs> yes I don't know maybe Terry Silver actually on that one yeah I think Terry Silver Terry Silver's gonna win that one. Terry Silver is an excellent villain. Yeah, he is. So, uh, you just hate him so much, and he's so slimy. Like he's just so. Hi, how are you? And just. He's an he's an extrovert. Is what you're saying? All extroverts. No. All extroverts Stop. are slimy and evil. Oh. Kendra Pierce. That's your quote for the for the episode, right? No. So that's, that plays into the, the villain problem of Cobra Kai. Like, I don't... He's a schmoozer, if that's the right word. Yeah, extrovert. We already covered this. Extroverts are not schmoozers. Well, you know, potato, potato. Stop. So they, they do have sort of a villain problem, and they've, they've kind of wasted... Like, they're not wasted, but they've kind of used up their villains. Like, I really thought that Mike Barnes was going to be a villain. It's kind of cool that they made him a good guy yeah. in this, but... Like, they had to get Crease out of prison because to make room for Terry Silver to go to prison. But it's like, who's left? You know, they, they, all the interesting villain kids, they moved over to Miyagi Do. You know, unless they, they bring Kyler back for a seventh year of high school. Yeah. Um, he's not a great villain, though, <laughs> either. Like, he's a, a decent bully but he's not a great like actual villain yeah so i mean because season six is coming i just i don't know who the villains are going to be they're the... probably going to recruit some more villains <sighs> what about uh you keep talking about um kenny's brother yeah kenny's brother's still in juvie maybe uh, when he gets out he'll be a villain yeah maybe so i don't know i'll be curious to see and then kenny will have to like Medina. Well, look at you giving out writing credits for season six right here. Just Maybe. sketching out the story arcs. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Unanswered questions. Our next topic here. Why does Johnny look so awkward whenever he eats? I don't know. You bring that up every time. I, I think it's just because he's so like, he has bad manners. I don't he, know. He looks ashamed to be eating. It's the weirdest thing. Anytime he's he, eating he, as quickly as possible and... It, like gross stuff it hurts my heart like whenever i see him eat something because he looks 
absolutely embarrassed to be putting food in his mouth like like he feels like he doesn't deserve food that that's what he looks like in the show he is awkward with it we need answers people (laughs) tell us what you think (laughs) okay so how, how did johnny survive like that that two or three season arc where he just didn't have any discernible income not know. <laughs> I kept I kept waiting for the show to address it in some way and not that it really needed to because it's a it's a ludicrous premise for a show that we're having a global conflict over where where California teenagers go to practice karate kicks. True. Um so I don't need every detail sussed out but like I just kept waiting for them to address like you know this this guy's been unemployed for 3 years now. And <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, that's why money does not exist in this show. Kind of like how how Robbie, like when Robbie got out of juvie, he was sleeping in the back of the Cobra Kai dojo, but then showing up to every scene with new clothes and like perfect hair. Yeah, perfectly he was manicured. Pretty good for someone living that way. I was like, yeah, you haven't been missing any meals, but like, where are you eating and showering and? Okay, whatever. Which leads me to ask, like, what exactly is the business plan for Cobra Kai, the dojo? Like, how much money is this place actually bringing in? Like, how much are they charging per kid per class? With Terry Silver, nothing. He's yeah, paying all the way <laughs> for <laughs> everything. Miyagi Do didn't charge, but for global domination. <laughs> but but Johnny increased charge. That's how they they made money. Yeah, they had to charge. And made rent. So, how much were they charging each kid per class? Because it seemed like they wanted the kids there every day. Yeah. Might have been like a weekly sum or something. And then Johnny was subletting the dojo out for yoga class. Yeah. Because Johnny gives back his stepdad all the money that he took from him and then like right after that loses the dojo and it's like how do you do you have any money at all like what's maybe he had made more than what he gave him and he was living off that (laughs) (laughs) maybe so well it lasted him three years until he knocked carmen up and decided he was going to drive an uber so and he's a horrible uber driver (laughs) it's just you could save him you could teach him how to be good. Oh, right. He just needs the love of a woman. Yeah, if Carmen can't save him, then I don't know. All right, new category. Uh, smoke show and stud muffin. We got this is the most biggest babe and biggest stud on the show, with the caveat, because we're a family podcast. <laughs> we're not talking about anyone. We're not talking about the 28-year-old actors that are pretending to be in high school. This is only the adults on the show. Okay. So, we'll go smoke show first. Carmen, Shannon, Johnny Lawrence's ex, clubbing Amanda. And you forgot to say dreamy Carmen. Oh, yeah, dreamy. Carmen and the dream. We'll just go with those three. So, dreamy Carmen, clubbing Amanda, and Shannon Blaine. Sober or cleaned up? It doesn't matter. Shannon's Shannon's gonna win. Why? Shannon's she's she's just gonna win. Like that's who you would pick. That's who I would pick. Yeah, I would pick Shannon. Hmm. I don't know. I would pick Carmen because I like her better. (laughs) There's no separating the character from the actual person. Shannon is Shannon is a model. From the early 2000s, if you, back like when we had the boon of like uh, men's magazines like Maxim and all the other magazines that I was not allowed to look at, Uh, but you would see who was on the cover and uh, Shannon was very famous back in the... Did not know that. (laughs) So. Shockingly. (laughs) 
Stud Muffin Award. Miguel's dad. He's a looker. With his uh, five o'clock shadow beard. But then he was horrible. A little paranoid, that though. Makes points go down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know I said nobody in high school, but Kyler is an exception because he's 47 years he's old. Gross. <laughs> he's not a stud. Those are your choices. Miguel's dad, Kyler, or Stingray? Miguel's dad, by far. (laughs) I believe your comment while watching Stingray. I love how all of your choices were like good choices, and there's one good choice for the studs. Well, I don't know if you realize this, but men are visual. Yeah. I I realize that (laughs) every day. Well, you know, women can be visual, too, because, you know, uh, I recall you watching uh, Stingray uh, twiddling with his little... Yeah, uh, that's so sexy. And, and and I believe your phrase was, I wish he could tickle me with that. Shut up. <laughs> Gross. Moving on. Moving on to... The next category is better. <laughs> this is the best category. Okay. Uh, most satisfying moment of the series. Oh, that's hard. This is going. To, that's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> so this is going. This is a big one. That's also what she said. <sighs> most satisfying moment of the entire series. Here are the options. Stingray wins at Coyote Creek. You know the thing about stingrays is they lie in wait for the perfect opportunity. Just strike! The red team just won! That was fantastical. I really thought a homeless person was jumping out of the leaves. Like, just gonna go crazy psycho. I still have uh, grip marks on my forearm. She, so watch the show with like her hand on my arm because sometimes when she gets surprised she needs to uh, you know try to death grip my arm and when stingray came up out of the leaves she made a sound <laughs> i'll try to recreate it here wake up the children that was very satisfying because they did a great job. Like you forgot about him, you forgot that yeah. he was there. You got the headband. <laughs> he did get the headband, which you know, Chris didn't care because Chris kicked him out of the dojo right after that. That's true. Poor Stingray. All right, this one, this one's tough. This and one. And how might... old is Stingray? Do we find that out? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know that I looked up Stingray. I'm gonna look him up right now. Because in the show, he's supposed to be, like, pretty old. I mean, like, pretty old for high school. Yeah. Like, probably, like, 30 or something. I don't know. What's that guy's name? I have no idea what his name is. We have to know. Paul Walter Hauser. Okay. And he is... 35. Okay. That's about right. Yeah. It's actually a fairly serious actor. He was in the the movie about Richard Jewell. I think Clint Eastwood directed that. Hmm. All right. Okay, so most satisfying moment. Stingray wins at Coyote Creek. Johnny and Robbie versus the soccer. Or soccer. (laughs) That would have been fantastic. (laughs) Surfer gang. It's a bad idea. What's the scam? Give me some bum address, try to steal my wallet. No, the address is real. As for your money, I'm gonna end up with it either way, mate. So we can either do it the easy way or the fun way. All right, listen, asshole. You have five seconds to tell me which way that kid went. I'm gonna take that surfboard and I'm gonna shove it so far up your ass, your friends are gonna be surfing you. (laughs) Okay. All right. The fun way. Yeah, the fun way. Good. That was incredibly satisfying. It was. I loved that part. Because you, you had a bad taste in your mouth. Like, why didn't Miguel try to defend himself? He just kind of took it when the surfer gang came after him. Well, he was just by himself in a strange place. 
afraid. But you knew when, when Johnny went up to talk to him, you knew it was going to end in... Yeah, you knew he wasn't taking any crap. It was, anyway. <laughs> was going to end at Fist City. And it was like the whole thing was you just waiting because like, you knew Robbie was coming back. And it was like, come on, Robbie, come on, Robbie, come on, Robbie. <laughs> he just flies into scene. And it was wonderful. That was a great bonding moment for them. It was. All right. This is a uh, this is a short, like a really short one. But it was, it was incredibly gratifying uh, when Mike Barnes woke up and saved Johnny versus the other senseis. At the very end, when Johnny was apparently about to get stabbed because uh, the show took like a roadhouse turn where it was like, yeah, this is kind of fun and goofy, except at the very end, like we're going to try to like get super serious and now we're dealing with murder. Yeah. And what about that guy where his uh, like artery exploded or something? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. That's that's another unanswered question. That's Tyrone Woodley. He's an, he's an MMA fighter in real life. Uh-huh. So he got his finger chopped off from one of the other senseis because I think Johnny ducked out of the way and slashed but then johnny like knocks him out so my question is did he bleed to death Hmm. why would you i don't know would you bleed to death like from your finger getting chopped i guess you would eventually it wouldn't stop you'd have to answer questions that took us to a dark place there yeah okay so back to back to the good stuff (laughs) all right so mike barnes saves johnny it was, just, it was Johnny's great line. I did most of this. Uh, chosen, drunk, chosen, drunk dialing his crush. That was cute. It was like the longest message ever. I, I, I should have put for best. I'm going to change my my pick for best character and put drunk chosen. Huh? Drunk chosen is the best character with that goofy laugh he had. Yeah. Tonight we cut off head of snake. <laughs> uh, most satisfying. Tori beats up Sam. Fine. Either scene, well, you know, in this in the school or in the tournament, uh, just totally satisfying in on the multiple levels. It was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that made me hate her. <laughs> I've gotten better with her now but you were she was like psycho <laughs> i'm coming for you it's actually our courtship that's how you courted me you, how? you got on the uh the, on the intercom, on the intercom and said, you don't know about intercoms said, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have homeschool abuse right here <laughs> all right moving on you children don't you're, know about intercoms you're, either it's you're fine. bullying me like kenny bullied um, what's his name? Yeah, Anthony. Lever, yeah, Anthony Larusso Jr. Okay, and we got some reconciling here. A. Miguel and Robbie reconcile, and B. Robbie and Johnny reconcile. So those are your those are your choices here. Stingray, Winsor Coyote Creek. To, that's what those are like. Different levels. I feel like you need to put same level choices on. I feel like that's too many satisfying choices <laughs> of different levels of status. Well, my youth pastor Action. said that, that men can get satisfied once, but women can get satisfied more than once. So I can pick more than one? You can one? pick that more than that, okay. yes. Okay, all of them. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> all of them? All the choices. <sighs> okay, pick pick two. Okay. Pick two of just two. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this podcast clean, and you're taking it to a very inappropriate place. Okay, Johnny and Robbie versus the Surfer Gang, and it's got to be Robbie and Johnny reconciling. Yeah, when Robbie follows him into the dojo, I had all this hate inside of me for you and for Miguel. And I thought I could use Cobra Kai to control that. But it just made things worse, and, and now it's never going to get better. That's not true. You had a good thing going with LaRusso. I 
got in the way of that. Don't blame yourself. You blame me. I'm sick of blaming you, Dad. You got a little dusty. Yeah. You got a little dusty. <laughs> I think the reason that scene works so much is because you saw, like, you knew that Johnny loved his son and wanted the best for him, but like when he when he laid his rivalry down and and just said, "You need to go back to Larusso because that was what was best for you." Like that was like where everything changed. If you just because the the rivalry wouldn't end, like you knew it wouldn't end, but like in that moment, he lets you see that like he really didn't care about it. He cared about his son. What was best for his son? Yeah, <sighs> that was a good part. That was a good part. <sighs> All right, well, we were at the end of our list of made up categories that we put together. <laughs> I, I put together. For you to, yes, for you to <laughs> for you to score and, and and heap abuse upon me. Sorry, babe. How's it any different than in the regular life? <laughs> Shut up. All right, we'll be back with a regular episode with uh, regular FSBT people at some point. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll just come back and do a whole nother episode on Cobra Kai. We'll come up with some more categories. No. <laughs> <laughs> what show should we watch next? <laughs> well, I heard that Netflix has got a, a light-hearted uh, rom-com series out now called Dahmer. I have no idea what that is, so I can't be Jeffrey like, Dahmer. Upset. Uh, what? <laughs> it's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, it's a rom-com. <laughs>